The Three Pops. It's becoming more and more important for us to both recognize that truth is a pathless land and it's already this ineffable perfect freedom already and simultaneously to have a power law of the most common archetypal both expansions and dissolvings for awakening in other words what are the most common narratives of people expanding beyond their personhood as well as dissolving themselves so Another way to say that is what are the most common ways people experience the impersonal, the infinitude, as well as the absolute nothingness. And this is going to be mission critical in the planetary awakening, this creation awakening, is to have this simple archetypal representations house of awakening the 2020s is about to be even noisier than the 2010s was there's more and more traffic online And there's also more and more signal being put online. And the key is to parse for the signal and then to distill it. So you have to identify signal across the core disciplines and find that metaphysical truth and then be able to distill it down in to the masses both as explain like i'm five and also as symbols and maps and so let's go through this the three pops as a map and using these common archetypal experiences and you'll notice that a lot of the other content on the channel with the direct path series and all of the recent interviews and content have really been the continuation of just the direct pointing to the ineffable and the direct experiential strategies to get to the ineffable that you already are basically to help you walk through the gateless gate to realize the diamond that's already around your neck. All right. Let's start with why they're called pops. We touched on this a little bit when we explained there's these expansions towards infinitude as well as these very dissolutions to nothingness. So that's why there are these pops. They're like micro-satories, mini-satori, macro-satori, and there's this big spectrum within this awakening and so let's start with the person popping to awareness so this is called a pop especially because the person is like a bubble it's got a bubble around its head it's like the old aphorism that goes you are the fish asking where the ocean is 
Bitch, you're in the ocean. But the thing is, is that the human seeks for the ocean. And in doing so, they actually recognize the metaphysical truth of infinitude and nothingness and how they are an appearance. In that process, it's very important because it dissolves their ego and their contracted identity. And it turns them into a steward and a shepherd of the creation. Whereas, for example, if they never get the direct experiential truth, what will happen is somebody will tell the fish, you're already in the ocean, and then the fish will go on parroting, I'm already in the ocean, I'm already in the ocean, and they'll have never dissolved their egoic contracted identity. So in order to pop this person bubble... You really have to do things that are both simple and that are a little bit esoteric. So let's start with the simple. The most simple way to pop the person bubble is to recognize that you're in the ocean. And in order to recognize you're in the ocean, you just have to do some simple scientific analysis. Where is the boundary between you and the oxygen that you inhale? Just try right now to find it. So where was the boundary? How about the water? So where was the boundary? How about the 1,000 species of bacteria in your gut that each have 2,000 genetic expressions? 2 million total genetic expression. 100 times more than human genetic expression. You're 20,000 human genetic expression. So how about that boundary between you and the 1000 species of bacteria in your gut? How about that? Start with the science and pop the bubble. There's no boundary between you and the air. There's no boundary between you and the water. There's no boundary between you and the gut bacteria. You can use science to become more impersonal. Okay, so now what's happening is you're becoming slowly more and more melted into the ocean. And you're becoming aware that there's something metaphysically true that you've been ignoring your whole life because you've been stuck in the contracted person identity. So what we're doing as we pop this person bubble is we're using science to understand the porosity so another way to look at that would be like this The person
has a box around their head. This is the egoic separation. The whole creationary game is about identity. If you are the one infinite creator itself and everything is one intelligence at play with itself, you win the game. You purify yourself and become in service to other people and you get rid of your conditioning of personhood and you win the game. It's all about identity. So here is the contracted person identity that is arrogant and saying that they're separate from all of creation. So I am an arrogant person who thinks that I'm separate from all of creation. That even though I'm inhaling this oxygen, drinking this water, and have these thousand species of gut bacteria inside of me, that even though all of those things are true, that I'm still separate from all of them. Humble yourself, bitch. That's this shift. That's when you go, okay, there's no clear boundary or line between me and between the air I breathe, the water I drink, the thousand species of gut bacteria inside of me. And so what's happening is you're becoming more subtle. And when you become more subtle, it enables you to understand the subject. You have to become subtle to understand the subject. You will never understand the subject if you are overly identified with objects and physicalism. You'll never find the subject. It's the most hilarious thing. It's like the Sioux legend that says... Hide it inside. We'll never look there. Hide it inside. We'll never look there. The fucking source is in your pupil. It's literally there. If you just become aware of the subject of the observer. Here's another way. As you become more and more subtle... What you can do is you can start doing practices like going to a mirror and holding your eyes open like this and looking at yourself in the mirror and slowly becoming more and more aware that you have eyeballs and those very eyeballs are the size of ping pong balls and you become more and more aware of the very ping pong balls that are located right here that you are using to know. The very power to know you overlook like nothing. For example, when you dream at night and you simulate out the reality you have to simulate out the observer. You have to have the observer. You have to have the witness. You have to have the awareness to experience the reality. And there's no boundary between the awareness, the observer, the experiencer, and the reality. It's all just one. The same thing is true about this. First of all, there's no physicalism. There is only what appears to awareness, which is what appears to source. That's all that exists. The physicalism doesn't exist. Now, the physicalism is important for us to have the incredible technologies and engineerings and sciences that we have today. It's very important. But we have to be metaphysically accurate and understand that the only thing that's real and permanent is the source that comprehends the infinite creation. The infinite creation is all transient. The physicalism itself is transient. So your most true nature is the very source in which everything arises and passes. The very birth of infinite possibility. And experiencing. So as you become more subtle, you become 
more aware of awareness. You become more aware that the subject is paramount. You have to have a fucking subject. You have to have awareness. You have to have witnessing observation. You have to have it. This does not exist without awareness. It does not exist without awareness. The faster that you can get over that leap, the faster you'll awaken. Shift yourself to the interior. The whole game is interior. The game is 100% interior. It's 100% inward, the whole game. The whole game is 100% inward. And it's so funny because it's exactly where we hide. Our very source is in our pupil and it is the most hidden from us. It's hilarious. <sighs> it's so funny. Okay, so you become more and more aware of awareness, aware of the subject. So you move away from physicalism and you move away from objects and you become more and more aware of awareness of the formless of the subject so you move away from form towards the formless so another way to say that is you become aware of the screen so before you were only aware of the modulations. So another way to say that is before you were only aware of the coloration on the paper. You were never aware of the paper blank pure bear empty so this is awareness and this is your personhood you have to shift from personhood which is all of your identity all of your my career my family my religion my geography my country what I think is good, what I think is bad, pleasure, pain. You have to move away from all objects, perceptions, sensations, emotions, and thoughts. These are the clouds that appear and disappear within the awareness, the pure, bare, empty, blank awareness. So the same analogy that you can use with paper is the same analogy that you can use with a fucking canvas. Guys, this shit is so easy. Just become more subtle and recognize it. Spend your time on recognizing it. The more you earnestly dedicate yourself to metaphysical truth, the faster you'll pierce the veilless veil and fucking commune with God that is already inside your heart. You're just being a bitch ass about it. Because you spend vast majority of your time not going inward. Because you spend more of your time on nonsensical material bullshit. Like trying to find peace and happiness in relationships and experiences and substances. And going out to bars and clubs and sporting events and traveling. And all of this other nonsense. You have to dedicate yourself to metaphysical truth, pierce the veilless veil, and fucking unite with the kingdom of God within you. We'll keep going on simplifying this. Look, it is a blank canvas. This is the pure, bare, empty awareness. Now, how many different ways can you color this blank canvas with illustrations? You will never come to the end. You will eternally be creating beautiful illustrations on this that is the nature 
Same thing. You're using the device right now to watch this. All you have to do is pause the video right now, turn off the monitor screen, and just look at it. Look at it. Notice how it's blank and empty, the monitor. It's blank, pure, empty. There's no modulation of apps or messages. That's all you have to do is recognize the difference between when it's pure, bare, and empty versus when it gets modulated. And if you notice, on my screen, the background wallpaper is different than on your screen. That's the point. This expression of source is getting a modulation that looks like this, whereas your expression of source is getting your background wallpaper modulation experience. But what is the same is the screen itself. It's so easy, but it's subtle. And if you spend all of your life in physicalism, you will not come to this subtlety unless you train what you've atrophied. You've atrophied your ability to sensitively sense the subtle. It requires high sensitivity. You have to become aware of the screen on which all of the modulations happen of thoughts, experiences, emotions, sensations, perceptions, objects, emotions, beliefs. Those are all clouds appearing and disappearing in the sky. The sky is awareness. Just like the screen, just like the canvas, just like the sheet of paper. So you become awareness, you become subtle and formless. So watch, the way that I experience now is from a place of source. I am the source of awareness and reality. I know my nature as that. I am the very unmanifested that manifests infinite creation and that explores it. And so the way that I identify myself now is when you get to this stage, it becomes more formless, more subject-oriented. It's almost like you are, you are just pure, Formlessness is the only way to explain it. It's just pure formlessness, pure being, pure awareness. It's not even a body. So you make the shift from person to awareness, and that's this big pop. It's like becoming aware that you've always had the power to know but that you never really knew that you had the power. You were never conscious of how fucking important awareness is. That's a good way to put it. You never were fully conscious of how important awareness was. Another way to say it is you were always overlooking the power to know. You are always overlooking the power to know. You are always overlooking the power to know. You are always overlooking the observer. You're always overlooking the observer. That's the whole point of our creation is we purposely create realities in a way where we overlook the observer because then it creates the entire playful dynamic of forgetting and then turning inward and remembering. The game is not fun if you're born and you just automatically remember off the bat. You have to undergo this process of wondering, what the fuck, who am I, why am I here, uh, what am I supposed to do? Oh my. 
And then when you turn inward finally after enough suffering, you'll become aware of yourself as the very inexhaustible source of infinite creation. And you'll become aware that the very observer you were overlooking the whole time. You are God. You're just overlooking the fact that you are God because you've attached yourself to all of what you are. You've attached yourself to your career and your name and your parents and your family and your relationships and your career and your religion and your geography and where you live and your country and your flag and all of the stuff. And it's baggage, 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 baggage. You're like carrying 17 briefcases on top of you all the time. And you don't even know that you are the power to know. You don't even know that you are. You only know what you are. The very fact that you are, I am that I am, the very fact that you are is God. The very fact that you exist, your very beingness, your very isness, your very I am, your very awareness itself, the observer itself is God. Okay. So this is a huge monumental pop, huge. Once you get to this pop, most people stop. They basically, they dig inward and they hit this first bit of water and they feel like that's it. That's the ocean. I'm there. And in many ways, it is both awesome that the pop to awareness happened, but it's also limiting because, for example, what happened to me in December was... I thought that that was what everyone was talking about in December of 2020. Now, it is what a lot of people are talking about with awakening, but it's by no means understanding infinity and it's by no means understanding void, let alone is it by any means even understanding the impersonal awareness. You're not guaranteed to jump from awareness to impersonal awareness. You're not guaranteed. Just because you become aware of your own beingness or your own awareness, it does not mean that you will become aware that your awareness is shared among everybody. So this is the second pop. The second pop is to go from awareness to impersonal awareness. So even if you've become aware of yourself as the subject and you've taken all of this effort to be like, who am I? Who am I? Who is the seer? Who is the seer? Who is the observer? Who is the observer? Am I overly attached to all of my identity? What if I was identity less? What if I was just the subject without any identity? Boom. That's it. That's the pop. I am the subject without any identity. Boom, that's God. You win the game. Perfect. So you have to make that pop first. Who is the subject without any identity? Damn, I love that one. So you got to understand that to get to the subject with no identity, you have to dissolve all of your attachments and 17 briefcases full of baggage. Once you dissolve all of that, you become aware of the subject itself. Now you can become aware of the subject itself and then fight off all of your baggage as it comes up, which is great. That's another great way to do it. It's actually probably an even more accelerative way to do it, to just jump straight to God realization and then fight off the conditioned person baggage as it arises. But we also want to let you know that if you consciously remove 
these briefcases because it's literally just your decision to just fucking drop the massive 17 briefcases of baggage. And once you drop it, what you're left with is that you're God. So that's the no identity. That is just God, the very fact that you are the awareness and then what happens is if you re once you realize that you realize that okay well that means that everyone is the subject everyone is the subject everyone is the identityless the subject with no identity and then we add all of the identity then you have all of these different names. Look at all these 8 billion different names, these 8 billion different costumes, these 8 billion different belief systems, these 8 billion different familial and career structures and geographical locations and blah, blah, blah. You'll never come to the end of combinatorics of identity. That's the point of the game. You'll never come to the end of all of the possibilities of all of the combinations. Just think about it logically. How many different names are possible? Endless. How many different ways to modulate a screen? Endless. How many different ways to put musical notes in a song? Endless. How many different ways to paint a blank canvas? Endless. How many different ways to put food into recipes? Endless. How many different ways to create creations of rocks orbiting stars with civilizations on them? endless so then you begin to understand eternity and infinity and so that's why you need this impersonal awareness you need god which is this impersonal awareness to be the observer you can also call this the god self the one god self capital s that's what people say self-realization with a capital s they're talking about the capital s god self they're talking about not your small s, lowercase, person self. And so this is a pop to impersonal awareness that begins to at least hold two perspectives at the same time. So you talking to your mom or talking to your brother or talking to your friend or your coworker, or someone online what you do is you become more and more aware that it's the same one awareness talking to itself so you become aware that it's god talking to itself it's the creation talking to itself now making this transition is also much more expansive so even if you pop this is a little bit this can be a little bit less subtle it is subtle but it's not as big of a pop as this from person to awareness is a huge pop from awareness to impersonal awareness is a it's a pop but it's not as big of a pop and it's usually easier to guide people from awareness to impersonal awareness than it is to guide people from person to awareness. So what you do when you guide someone from awareness to impersonal awareness is you take them, again, out of their own personal awareness, their very subject, their very formless beingness, and you begin helping them understand that the person that they're talking to is the same subject. It's the same one God self talking to itself, interacting and exploring with itself. And a, a lot of people stop there. A lot of people stop at, oh, okay, cool. I'm talking to myself. Capital S. Yes, but you can go to the place and should go because you want to go all the way. This is what is meant by dig all the way. To water to the ocean don't just stop when you hit a little bit of water go all the way to the until you hit water the well the ocean and so what we want you to do is we want you to begin holding the civilizational awareness so you have to hold all eight billion 
perspectives simultaneously. That is what is meant by impersonal awareness. Now, you can also go beyond this creation to all creations possible and hold the awareness that is happening across all creations. That's a higher level concept and experience. Rather, let's stay with one creation. Take planet Earth. Take all 8 billion perspectives, hold all of them at the same time, and that is God. That is the local creation's God. So that's what we're trying to get you to do. That's what we're trying to get you to realize is that God is the subject, the observer, the seer, the awareness that is looking through all 8 billion people. Your identity is with the person and what we're asking you to do is to identify yourself as God. Because when you identify yourself as God, the person dissolves. It was an illusion the whole time. So now you're just God. So the person is like Maya. It's like the intoxication, the illusion. It dissolves. The contracted identity that is egoic dissolves. The conditioning slowly dissolves. The purification towards God ramps up and accelerates and we're asking you to turn inward and reunite yourself with the kingdom of God that's within you and then from there what will happen is you will naturally serve your own creation you will become a steward and a shepherd for the planetary awakening versus as a person you try and extract peace and happiness everywhere you go so it's greedy, it's arrogant. You think you're separate when there's only one intelligence at play with itself. So we're asking you to become the impersonal awareness. And when you become the impersonal awareness, you see that it's all God interacting with God. So you start seeing that this is all the subject, the capital S self one god self with no identity then everything else is identity when you say someone's name when you say your friend's name when i say sanya that's adding a layer of identity to what was god so what was god is now god plus the layer of identity, which is someone's name. Likewise, when Sonia tells me Atlas, she's added with a plus sign. God plus sign Atlas. So now you see the difference. So if you strip away all of the layers of conditioning of personhood and you get to just the formless awareness, the impersonal subject itself, that's when the distance and the difference between us is just illusion. As is said in the great sound of awakening. And I've been loving that song so much. We'll definitely play a little bit of it for you guys. And it's a big shout out to Bentinho who brought it into our lives at the Costa Rica retreat. Distance and the difference between us. Is just illusion, uh. The distance and the difference between us is just illusion. And so that's when you get to this impersonal awareness. It's a pretty big pop if you get all the way to holding the entire civilization's awareness, the great I am. Now, in order for you to, now that's when a bigger pop happens. So because you begin basically holding the entire civilization's awareness, 
And so that's a much bigger pop. Now, this last pop, and maybe even just before we get to the last pop, I would like to explain that two things. The impersonal awareness can be thought of as if you take all of these screens and if you do see if I can get this to work for you guys all right so if I switch this to input 5 you should be able to see it Great. So that's what the great I am looks like. So if you basically take all of the different screens and you put them together on one big jumbotron. So that's what God sees. God sees every single perspective. So So again it's like taking this for the screen of Atlas and putting it up next to the screen of Sonya and putting it up next to the screen of the viewer and then another viewer and so you see it's all these screens stacked up and it's basically become this big jumbotron with 8 billion perspectives on it and that's the great I am. So it's kind of like taking 8 billion video inputs, let's say. So these 8 billion video inputs are on God's jumbotron. And that's what you're holding. And you have to understand that every single one of these pops is going to be a unique taste, a unique style of popping. That's what's meant by Wadat al-Wujud, the Sufi metaphysic, the unity of all finding. Every single one of these expressions, sparks of the infinite, is going to have their own unique style of union, of uniting. Their turn inward is going to have a unique taste. For example, my pop from personhood to awareness is going to be different than Sonia's, and so hers is going to taste differently. And that's the uniqueness to it. That's why we do these creations. Because every single time this GPS callback kicks in and we turn inward, there's a unique style of finding that's so profound and revelatory. And there's also a unique fireworking, the individuated expression. And you'll never come to the end of all of the fractaling and finding. Fractal out find inward and firework right you'll never come to the end fractal find fractal find fractal find fractal find you'll never come to the end we talked about that in our episode on intelligent infinity on our channel you can go find that fractal and find it's a good one so then you ask yourself the question okay well what comprehends the jumbotron so a lot of people stop at the impersonal awareness. They just walk around and they're like, hey, you're the same awareness that I am. We are God. You're God. I'm God. I see it. Ah, ha, ha. I get it. Very, very few people around the planet are in that stage. But there's more. And the more you ask is, are you the very source are you the emptiness that comprehends God? Are you the emptiness that comprehends the one intelligence at play with itself? It's the one beyond the oneness. It's what is beyond the one God self. It's the very emptiness, the very source that gives rise to the one God self experiencing itself in the creation and in all possible creations. 
This is what is meant by the no-self as well. Because you become aware of the no-self, the emptiness that gives rise to infinite form. And so the very nature of the self, even the capital S self, is in itself a intoxicative illusion. It's only the dream at play with itself. So you are what comprehends the dream at play with itself. You're what gives rise to God in the dream at play with itself. So you comprehend the dream. You give rise to as the source. Give rise to and comprehend the dream. You give rise to the first attribute of the all-inclusive awareness of God experiencing and playing in the dream. So you see how you even have to jump from impersonal awareness itself to what comprehends the impersonal awareness. The very most upstream, absolute, unmanifested, ineffable, perfection, freedom, giving rise to this very divine first attribute of the all-inclusive awareness itself, the one God self that observes, experiences, explores, plays in endless creations of transience, of impermanence. So this pop is also really, really subtle because you have to understand no self. Not only do you have to understand no self, you also have to, you have to take all of the all-inclusive awareness and you have to turn that into something that you can transcend. There is a impossible to describe emptiness and there's not even awareness there's not even creation so you can go creation most downstream infinite transience awareness the middle much more subtle already the permanent first attribute, the one God self that witnesses, explores, and plays in all the infinite transients. And then you go to what is most real, to what is most permanent, what gives rise to awareness itself what gives rise to the ability to know the infinite creation what comprehends that power to know the very power to know is being itself comprehended that's when you hear Siddhara Meshwar Maharaj Nisargatata Maharaj, Bentinho Masaro, this very powerful lineage that I respect tremendously and have learned so much from, that you are the very source itself. You're the very, very ineffable source itself. The inexhaustible, ineffable well of even the great I am, the power to know, and infinite transience experiencing your infinite creative capacity to play to explore never coming to the end but this is all transient it's all impermanent what is most permanent is all the way inward go into your very pupil itself until you hit the black hole until you hit the nothingness in which everything is comprehended what gives rise to and disappears into 
rise to disappears into rise to disappears into rise to disappears into rise to disappears into everything moment 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 sharpie appears disappears the cup of water appeared for you now it's gone phone appeared in source now it's gone when no one is looking at that phone it's not being comprehended The mystic traditions for the longest time have been pointing at this information for millennia. And science is now the Johnny-come-lately when you look at things like Donald Hoffman and the conscious agent metaphysics that he's working on. It's very much like the Johnny-come-lately. But it's really, really important for us to leverage things like the video game analogy and for us to leverage things like The synthesis of what science, graph theory, graph dynamics, mathematics, logic, combinatorics, what they can teach the matrix so that it can wake up to the spiritual metaphysical truth that has been talked about. The nothingness and infinitude that has been talked about for thousands of years, science can help the matrix wake up to. So it's very important to synthesize finity and infinity, to synthesize science with spirituality. Cool. So these are the pops. Remember that the pops require integration so remember that if you're at a place where you've underwent a process of becoming more deeply aware of the subject itself take time to reflect on the subject so just literally do nothing sit outside or sit on your couch and do nothing nothing but just be and when you just sit and breathe and just be and look at space don't look at an object but look at the space itself like nobody pays attention to this the beautiful space or the silence between the notes what will happen is you'll become more and more aware of the subject because you'll be focused on the space and you're going to keep your mind quiet using the breath and you'll focus more and more on the subject itself and on awareness itself. So the point is integrate what you've learned. Spend time integrating what you've learned and go and surround yourself with other people that have awakened to these varying degrees. You putting in your North Star position, metaphysical truth and spiritual awakening, that is the amount of earnestness, depending on it, will be the speed at which you will awaken. So if you have so much earnestness that you put 80 hours a week towards it, you can awaken in less than a year. But if you want to dedicate one hour a week to it, Good luck. You'll be stuck in the matrix for decades. So your earnestness determines everything. So surround yourself. That's why it's called satsang, truth community, sangha. You need the community of awakened people in order for you to get the proper reflections so that people can properly help you along your journey, become more and more integrated in your awakened pops that you're experiencing. And if you are going to use entheogens, which I highly recommend the use of entheogens, the beautiful divine tool that unleashes God within, that just do them with a great amount of intelligent 
wisdom as you do them. So for example, if you've never done magic mushrooms before, you can do them, but just remember you probably might want to start off at maybe half a gram. You might want to start off on a microdose. And you might want to feel the truth, the metaphysical truth that entheogens reveal to you in a way where on that half gram, you might only, you know, really get in there for maybe, you know, really lightly. You'll only get in there really lightly for maybe like an hour or so. But what will happen is as you do that, you'll follow the path of how you sort of slowly merge with life itself. That's all that entheogens are doing is they're just showing you the path of merging with life itself. You keep arrogantly thinking that you're separate from life. You think that you're separate from God. You think you're separate from the one intelligence. And you think you're going to be able to extract peace and happiness for yourself in experience, substances, material possessions, relationships. And you never will. Mycelium, magic mushrooms, teach you the interconnectedness of everything, the oneness of everything. Entheogens teach you that. They obliterate your ego, especially at higher doses, and they merge you. They unite you with the kingdom of God that's already within you. And so you have to wisely watch your ascent into the kingdom that was already around your neck. And that the fish are already in the ocean. So just do with wisdom. And surround yourself with people that will help in the process. Earnestness is key. The three pops. Person to awareness. Awareness becoming impersonal. And then comprehending God. Becoming the very source. Giving rise to awareness and realities. The emptiness that comprehends infinity. Be the emptiness that comprehends infinity. Notice you haven't seen that angle yet. This one smells good like lime. Some of the markers are scented. It's a little harder to see than I thought it'd be, but that bottom one says emptiness comprehending infinity. So the three pops. Boom. All right. That's a wrap. You can also think about it like the dance of light on your retina the very retinal matrix itself if you really pass time on becoming aware of awareness and becoming aware of the impersonal awareness and becoming aware of the very source that is going all the way into your pupil and becoming aware of that very dance of light on the retinal matrix and all of the infinite possibility of that dance of light arising and passing, arising and passing, arising and passing, arising and passing, arising and passing. Then you'll get the understanding of infinity and you'll get the understanding of emptiness. Just emptiness comprehending infinity.
Cool. Infinite love and adoration. Thank you. <laughs>